<laughs> Someone had binoculars. <laughs> yeah, oh, I wouldn't doubt it for a second. Oh my god, you know. But People are nosy. Dane Podcast. I'm your host, Dana Trimborn, and in this podcast, find the connection in the weird experiences that we all share. Listen to new episodes on Tuesdays wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, friends. In this week's episode, I'm chatting with Chelsea Colton. Listen to her weird and interesting neighbor story about a Hatboro Horsham High School math teacher. Find out what this math teacher was doing that made him plead guilty. Welcome, Chelsea. Hello. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. I'm so glad you have this really interesting story oh yeah you know something definitely out of character for where i grew up that's for sure yeah well let's tell the listeners uh, a little bit about yourself who you are where you're from you know before we get into the nitty and gritty here yeah sure well i'm chelsea um born and raised in the good old suburbs of bucks county pennsylvania um, I went to Penn State University, and I graduated with my bachelor's in psychology. Um, I've been working in manufacturing, which is totally related to psychology in every sense of the <laughs> word, you know. But um, I, you know, I love hockey. I'm a big hockey fan. Go Flyers. Not right now, but oh, hopefully yeah. in the future. We're having a very painful season. <laughs> and um, yeah, I mean, that pretty much that sums me up. Okay. Part. Well, just to get to know you a little bit more, let's do some fun, weird questions. Yeah, let's go for it. What is the funniest name that you could think of for a pet? <laughs> so back when I was in high school, um, I got a pet hamster as a gift, like as a, gift. a dwarf hamster. Oh, okay. Super tiny. A dwarf hamster? Yeah, and he was all white and um, came up with the name... Coconut Von Schmello was his name. You know, really sophisticated. Very classy. Yeah, like classical kind of name, you know. Like we're thinking Beethoven in that realm. But yeah, that was probably one of the best names for a pet I've had growing up. And honestly, he lived a pretty long time. We lived like Aww. over three years, which is oh, like wow. actually pretty impressive. Yeah, because for... like they're tiny, you yeah. know. So that's like actually impressive. Let's hear the name one more time. <laughs> Coconut Von Schmello. The Von is very important, you know. Yeah. You really emphasis on the Von. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. How do you even think of that? I, honestly, it was like, it was kind of a blend. Like, I came up with some of it, and then um, who gave it to me came up with some of it. So it like just kind smeared of smeared it together. Yeah. It yeah. was just a nice blended name. Solid. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's get right into the episode. Let's hear about this math teacher. What went on okay so um i did you know a little digging so when this happened this was like right around when i like first went away to college was kind of like when this started so i did hear a lot of like this news kind of coming from like my neighbors my mom like yeah people in the neighborhood um but you know i i grew up in just a normal like middle class neighborhood Mm -hmm. um 
we were kind of off of like a side street, so very residential, not a whole lot else around. Um, and this person was like um, the neighbor of like one of the kids that I like grew up with. Okay. So he was a little farther down the street from me, so a little bit out of view, um, right. just from the direct like friends that I had in my yeah. neighborhood. Um, so I haven't really like seen them or like really interacted with them too much. Um, so a lot of this was just based off of other neighbors. Um, but basically, um, what started this kind of, uh, case, yeah. which is, it's kind of, it's kind of a sad story, but his, um, his wife in 2015 committed suicide. Okay. Which, um... I think there was like an ambulance or something outside of their house one day and okay that was like kind of what sparked a whole bunch of you know oh oh, i heard this i heard that so but you weren't so 2015 you're already at school right so i had just started penn state pretty much like i was like finishing up like uh, got it at penn state at that point so like i was home like intermittently like i wasn't really you know there every day Mm -hmm. like i had been um so so yeah so that was like i feel like that was kind of like the trigger almost of like what started like the other events that happened yeah um so i know like it's it's like such a sad thing um but basically he worked for the school district um i was in bucks county so this is a different this is more where i live now okay um in montgomery county so it's kind of a different school district than what i was in growing up so i didn't really know of him um as far as like in school but um basically he would have like tons of like his he had two daughters and they would bring like tons of their friends over and they were having like these really big parties you know obviously they're all high school age so Mm -hmm. they're all underage right and he would basically be like the hub for like high school parties pretty much at his house and like was kind of hosting all of these kids and like giving them alcohol giving them weed like you know and um like everything you shouldn't be doing. Well, as yeah, because like, parent, and it was, you know, yeah, and it was super weird because like, when you know when you have like family parties and you can tell when somebody's having like a party or something or family sure. party, mm-hmm. like all the cars line up on the street. That was basically what was happening. Is like you would just see like tons of cars. Oh wow! On the street, and that was kind of like what like a red flag. Yeah, like, that was kind of like was on. happening, kind of regularly too so um yeah so basically um these kids like were you know going over and um you know underage drinking and all that kind of stuff was going on so um it was i think like for a year or so that this was going on like um up to like 2016 2017 okay until um he was uh convicted so I don't really have much on, like, how he ended up getting, like, convicted or mm-hmm. how he got arrested or mm-hmm. anything like that. I can only say that maybe it was either, like, noise complaint sure. or somebody in the neighborhood might have said something. Yeah. It could have been a whole slew of things. Right. It was pretty obvious. Yeah. Um, okay. So, so yeah. Her- but the timeline's like, okay, so his wife passed 2015. Yeah. And then sometime shortly after it's like okay all these 
you know, parties and, you know, kids are at his house noticeably through 2017. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And they were saying that, like, there could be up to, like, 50 kids. Oh, my God. Like, they were big. Like, they weren't just, like, you know, like, a few people. No. Like, they were, like, big parties, you know, like, what you would typically see. Yeah. And it would be, like, after school, I guess. Yeah, because it was over the summer. So it was over their summer break. So that's why it was, like, kind of regularly. Okay. Because, you know, they weren't out of school. So it was, like, during the summer, um... I guess I'm not sure when um, you know the incident happened, but it was over that summer of like 2016 mm-hmm. that this was kind of mostly going on, um, and I feel like I have like some type of like memory of definitely driving down the street and seeing just like a ton of cars down there and wondering like oh what's going on there, but like you I, you wouldn't really see anybody so much, so like yeah so I had no idea, and with your house being a little bit further away yeah i'm sure you probably couldn't really hear anything right right? and i was always going out the other side of the neighborhood Mm. too like there were two ways in and out so i was always going the other way so like i didn't pass by it too much did you ever think like oh well maybe i'll go check it see what's going out like going on like did you ever get like a feeling that something was bad I didn't really hear about the whole um, incident with his wife. I didn't really hear about that until, like, uh, I was definitely at school yeah. when I heard about that. But, like, we kind of glazed over it. Like, my um, my mom would get a lot of information from my neighbor because she was kind of the one that would poke around. Mm-hmm. So we just kind of let her do that. And then we just, you know, take in all the information <laughs> yeah. at that point. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I honestly, I had no... I had no idea. Yeah. Like, I really had no idea because I wasn't really home a lot either. Like, I was usually always out, so mm-hmm. I wasn't really, you know, at my house mm-hmm. too much, so I didn't really notice anything or pick up on anything, so. Yeah. It was very discreet as far as I was concerned, but I always mind my business too, so. Right. Yeah, I don't really poke a prod around in people's business that much. Um, so, basically, after that... Um, he got convicted and i think he he pled guilty to it it got him on like charges endangering the welfare of children corruption of minors furnishing liquor to minors possessing marijuana and drug paraphernalia distributing small amounts of marijuana like they got him on like a good amount of charges but honestly he kind of like got a slap on the wrist Mm -hmm. as far as a conviction i think he only got like was it five to 23 months or something like that and uh in prison and then he um was put on a year's probation okay yeah after that too not that long right so um he wasn't able to have any contact with anybody under the age of 20 as far as his probation goes and um he couldn't have any contact with anybody who was um pretty much part of the case so mm-hmm. just you know probably any of his daughter's friends or all the 50 kids. yeah like whoever these people were right. like i honestly have no idea because like um i don't even know like where i'm assuming that they since they lived in my neighborhood that they probably went to the same high school that i went to yeah so um that could be the accumulation of like you know uh central bucks south central bucks or uh, CB West or yeah. CB East or like it could like a combination yeah. yeah like depending on you know how far out everybody knows each other because um 
those are all of the districts that are are there but i went to south so i'm assuming that they probably were went there too right but i i didn't know them because i was already in college so they were clearly younger than i was Mm -hmm. um and i don't think i would have ever crossed paths with them anyway because they were pretty well younger than me so and no um at least i could think of any like friends of yours that it was their siblings or nothing yeah no too far i think that they would have been just kind of too young like my sis i have an older sister so too young Mm -hmm. to be hanging out with anybody that age and she also wasn't really at home after that okay let's take a quick break for a limited time only you'll have free access to my coffee page no not actual coffee. This is a place for all exclusive content that won't be on my Instagram or Facebook accounts. Check out sneak peeks, behind the scenes, extra audio clips, and much more. Just have a tap on my link tree, look out for that coffee cup icon, and boom, you'll be on your way. Um, and yeah, they it had to be like probably a good maybe five, five-year difference or something between me and them. So yeah, I wouldn't have been able to cross paths with them anyway. And I feel like a lot of, like, our siblings, you know, yeah, it's not such a gap where there would be someone. Yeah. Or even, like, a friend. It would, I feel like it has to be, like, a cousin or... Yeah, and also know. even the neighbor that lived next to them that I knew growing up, growing up, uh, they moved out before this kind of happened mm, okay. too. So there wasn't really anything that like I, you know, could get from them or right. hear about, you know, yeah. anything going on from them because they lived right next door. Mm-hmm. So I would assume that they would have probably heard something, but I really don't know the family that moved in after them. We yeah. didn't really see them that much. So My yeah, some crazy stuff. I would have never thought that like, something like that would have happened in my neighborhood. And it was kind of sad, too, because he was, like, the reason that he was allowing it and, like, kind of let it get to that point was because they were trying to, like, cope with, like, the loss of their mom. And he was, like, it's ma- like it's making them happy. And I think, like, it kind of was so he could keep watch of them probably, too. Like, you know, after something, like, kind of traumatic like that happens in your own home, like... He probably just wanted to... Like, make them happier. Yeah, and probably keep a closer eye on them, too, so that, like, you know, they're not going somewhere else or he doesn't really know what's going on. Yeah, Yeah. so that was, like, kind of sad to read, like... It is sad when you think about with a series of events, like, um, do you know, and I don't know if any of the articles had said, like, did he say that was, you know, his his way of coping or they were uh the police and you know investigators were kind of like okay this is what we learned this is what we think and you know maybe this is why he did it yeah he actually did say um that he said he was um you know encouraging it because um they were trying to cope with like the you know suicide mm. of their mom and his wife so uh. um so yeah so he had to do like mental health and drug and alcohol counseling so he, yeah. had to, he had to do all of that and like i feel like i i can like 
relate to that where I feel like coping like after traumatic or like something tragic happening is probably one of the hardest things for like humans to like grasp because like there's just no like straight pathway to it and you kind of don't really have like you know the tools in hand when anything happens because you know it just is so sudden or unexpected that it really uh is tough for people to find like you know something healthy Mm -hmm. to turn to and like something that will be constructive rather than destructive they kind of pull up the first thing that works so like yeah. probably one happened he saw how happy they were with their friends and then he was like all right like let's, let's keep doing this because it makes you guys happy mm-hmm. and that's you know what maybe he felt he was missing like with his wife you know it could be a lot of things right i don't i don't know but it yeah. just seemed like when i was reading this that that was kind of the i don't think it was malicious at all i think it was just more of like he didn't know what else to do that could be like an immediate you know, source like of a help. Or, yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like now hearing the story, it does, yeah, it feels a little sad because yeah. it doesn't sound like, you know, he wanted to do something, I guess, that felt right, but, you know, maybe, you know, not necessarily was the right thing to do. Yeah. But it's also like, okay, well, you, if you don't have anyone else to lean on or, you know, it's like, okay, well, I'm the single parent now. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to do because my partner isn't here anymore with us, you yeah. know? So it's like, how do you make those decisions by yourself? Yeah, so. exactly. Definitely. That stinks. Yeah. But very interesting story. But a very interesting. Yeah, but, it is a bit sad. <laughs> and I guess, and I'm sure it probably said too, like, no one was like heard or, you know. Um, I know that there was probably some, um, you know, there were some additional things that were tossed, but I don't think anything, I don't think that there was ever any, um, proof or validation okay. of it. All right, so um, I can't say too much, but. Yeah, because I, I don't want to say anything that wasn't, you know, already out sure. there, because this is yeah. all information that's out there, right? Yeah. So I wanted to just keep it to the facts of what actually, you know, came mm-hmm. about the case, but. Yeah. But yeah, unfortunately, he also, I think he got his, like, certificates stripped also, which is a shame because, you know, he has a, I think it was um, certificates in math and um, teacher of psychology as well, which is also crazy. I know. It's Because, yeah, then it's like, what do you, what do you do for work if you can't get a I'm Get pretty sure he still lives in the neighborhood, too, which is even crazier that he's, like, still in the neighborhood. Oh, and, wow. Yeah, still lives in the same house, as far as I'm concerned. I was trying to see um, if, you know, they moved or if any, you know, mm-hmm. if anything changed, because um, they've been in that house for a long time. But it seems like he's still there, yeah. and which is, you know, um, kind of interesting. <laughs> I didn't even ask, but I guess, you know, he has to be old enough to have kids. So I guess, do you know, or like approximately, like how old was this I fellow think teacher? I he was 51. Okay. Yeah, at the time. So this was yeah. this was about six years ago. Okay. So he's like mid 50s. So yeah, so he's probably pushing 60-ish okay. at this point. Um, but yeah, he was 51 at the time. Got it. Hmm. Um... 
did your mom like see anything or like did she have any I think the only thing that I remember her saying was just the amount of cars that used to be on the street. Like, oh, like, you know, that's, yeah, like, all these cars. My neighbor next to us, like, that was on the uh, left of us was a little closer to their house, so, like, they could kind of see a little bit more, but, um, but yeah, she would just, she just mentioned mostly, like, about the cars on the street, and then I think, um, it also found out about, you know, the wife and, and everything like that beforehand and then um I think I was on like the phone with her because um I was away at school so mm-hmm. uh, I remember her telling me on the phone right like um about his wife but um I only heard about cars on the street and there being just a lot but yeah. then obviously this whole thing came out so that was like when I heard a lot more, mm-hmm. like what was actually going on, but yeah, I think some, I think some other neighbors like definitely had more information than than I did, um, just because I wasn't really home, and also my mom wasn't really like, you know, scoping anything out like everybody else kind of does right. in the neighborhood, you know, because they got nothing better going on. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like what else are you doing? Someone had binoculars. <laughs> yeah, oh, I wouldn't doubt it for a second. Oh my god, you know, but people are nosy. With the whole cars, though, you think like maybe you would have been a little bit smarter. I like, I don't know. I mean, to be honest. Uh, if I can say anything to attest to this, we did the same thing when I was in high school, you know, one well, of my friends' house, shout out to 514 University. Um, you know, we used to be those kids too, like, my friend's house was kind of like that hub too, where we used to go there and we would party and all that kind of stuff when we were in high school. Yeah. So like, you know, we used to be the same thing. We used to be all the cars lined up on the street and people definitely, you know. But no one was anyone home about at it. the parents though, no. I mean, yeah, the parents were home, everything, oh, you know. Okay, well, yeah. we, won't, we won't, that's all we'll say. So. Yeah, it's just like, <laughs> you know, it, it, I feel like sometimes you get like two, you know, you get two different groups of parents. You get the parents that are like, this will never happen in my house. And then you get the other ones where it's like, well, I 100%. would rather them do it here than 100%. Yeah. Somewhere they don't know. So you kind of get that toss up. And, you know, every time, you know, when you're a teenager, you're just like going where the next thing is. Mm-hmm. You're not really thinking twice about stuff like that so it can be kind of easy to just go along yeah with things and you know you don't really think about it until obviously later in life or when you start having kids or when you know you kind of start going through that stuff so so yeah you're kind of blind at that time and maybe for him it was just kind of like oh whatever kind of situation because he just wanted you know happiness or just something you know to lift them up from their mom's passing so yeah who definitely knows but yeah oh wow <laughs> well thank you so much for sharing the yeah. story yeah with no us. problem it's a it's a good lesson to learn you know try to you know tone it down no, yeah try to develop coping skills <laughs> you yeah. know like and definitely work on work on yourself and you know oh, absolutely and take the time to really you know try to um you know figure figure your uh, self out first before you kind of go down a path that you know you can't really come back from because that's kind of Cause what happens here it. yeah and yeah. it's like if you de- if you do need you know professional help don't be afraid to reach out 
yeah. you know, for your mental health. Like, it's such a huge thing. Yeah, I definitely. go to a therapist. Hey. Yeah, I do too. It's been, like, Feels life-changing. Great. Yeah, you know, I wish <laughs> I would have done it sooner, to be honest. Same. Yeah, like, I really Same. wish I would have done it sooner. Because yeah. I could have saved myself probably a lot of, you know, having to kind of backtrack on yeah. on life and done a lot more developing mm-hmm. sooner rather than later. But, you know, again, it's it's never really too late to start the yeah, work. it's true. So, so don't be afraid. Reach out. But, yes, thank you for the story. It was very interesting to learn about. Um, and I'm wondering if any of the listeners have any similar stories or, you know, you were able to find connection with this story, with this weird interesting neighbor yeah <laughs> um i feel like it's not really that uncommon to be honest i, I know mean, it's probably yeah getting more common than we uncommon. think <laughs> yeah yeah so well thanks again for coming on of and course. we'll catch everyone next week see ya All right, my friends, thanks for listening and be sure to listen to new episodes on your preferred platform. Stay up to date with my podcast by going to my Instagram or Facebook accounts at The Baked Dane Podcast. Interested in being a guest? Just go to my link tree, tap on Be a Guest and fill out the form. All right, catch you next week. (laughs) 